What's up, whole world? Welcome to Storytime with Cedric, episode number 37. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me. So, you know, this story that I'm about to tell you takes place many, many, many years ago. I might have been 12, 13. This is about the time uh, I was kicked out of Sunday school. Now, I don't know if anybody else in the history of America and religion have, have been kicked out of Sunday school, but it happened to me. I was kicked out of Sunday school. I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you the story, and I want you to tell me if you think I was right or wrong in this situation. Now, a hundred times out of a hundred for Sunday school, my grandmother would give me a dollar, and I was supposed to take this dollar put it in Sunday school, because even during Sunday school, they pass around the tray, right? Have a dollar, put the dollar in Sunday school. This particular Sunday, I felt like I didn't want to donate the whole dollar. I wanted to donate 50 cent. And then I wanted to keep the other 50 cent and go buy me some candy, right? I felt like I had the right to do that. So, sitting in class, Sunday school class, and um, they pass a little tray around, I put the dollar in the tray and I take out 50 cent. And everybody's kind of looking at me, kind of like, yo, what you doing? And the Sunday school teacher looked at me. She says, uh, Cedric, what are you doing? I said, well, I don't want to put the whole dollar in this week. I just want to put in 50 cent. I want to take the 50 cent and I want to buy me some candy. She's like, boy, if you don't put that whole dollar in there. I said, no, I'm serious. I don't want to put the whole dollar in there. I just want to put 50 cent in there. And she said, look, you can't put the whole dollar in there. Maybe you don't need to be in this class. I said, well, maybe I don't need to be in this class. And I took the 50 cent, I put it back in the little tray, and I took my dollar out, and I got up and bounced. Now, I talked to my wife about this and a few people, and they felt like I was wrong because, you know, I should have put the dollar in the, in, in the tray for Sunday school. But I still stick to it. I feel like I got the right to put 50 cent in there if I want to. And if you want to get technical with it, if you want to get real technical with it, you're only supposed to put in 10% of what you have. So technically, I could have put 10 cent in that bitch, to be honest. And if you want to go deeper than that, the 10% is supposed to come from your salary, from your earnings. I'm 12. I didn't have a job at the time. So technically, uh, I didn't have to put in shit if I didn't want to. Now, a lot of people tell me all the time, well, you should have put the whole dollar in there. Your grandma gave you the dollar to put in church. Now, if I choose not to put the dollar in there, that's a conversation between me and my grandmother. She gave me the dollar. I didn't put it in there. That's between me and her, not me and the Sunday school class and the Sunday school teacher. So tell me what you think. Did I do the right thing? Do you think I should have put the dollar in there? Or was I right saying, hey, if I don't want to put a whole dollar in there, I don't have to. Please reply. Let me know what you think. Hit me up in my comments. Hit me up on Facebook. Reply to this show. Let me know what you think because I'm really curious about how some people feel about the situation. If I'm wrong, I'll eat it. I'll just say I'm wrong. Hey, maybe I should have put the dollar in there. But yeah, man, I quit Sunday school after that. And then my grandmother doesn't know. But like for the next like year and a half, you would go to you would go to church in the morning and then they would release you to go to, you know, like the young adults went to their class and the seniors went to their class. And in my particular class, we went to our own classroom. But when they released us, I went back to the car and went to sleep for another hour and a half. So it is what it is.
But yeah, re- reply, respond, let me know what you think. If I did the right thing, should I have donated the whole dollar? Or was I right? Was I in the right saying, hey, I can donate what I want to donate? All right, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. And uh, come back from my second segment. We're going to talk about the time I went to the Scared Straight program. All right, uh, we'll be right back right after these messages. What's up, whole world? Welcome back to uh, segment number two. Welcome back to Storytime with Cedric. And this is the episode where I tell you about the time I went to the Scared Straight program. That's right. I went to the Scared Straight program not once, not twice, but three times. I went twice with the school, and then the church sent me. And when I went with the school, I didn't really think much of it. But when I went with the church, like the church sent me to the Scared Straight program, that made me feel like something was fucked up somewhere. I had to get my life in order because when the church sends you, that's not good. Who in this, who listening to me right now has been sent to the Scared Straight program by their church? Okay, I think it was my damn Sunday school teacher from my last story. She probably put my name on the list. But anyway, um, I went with my school on this particular story. Um, I was never a bad student, okay? I wasn't. But when it came to grades, when it came to doing the homework, stuff like that, I was very bad at that. I I probably did something that's never been done in the history of education before. Um, I got all Fs on my report card, all Fs. I got an F in handwriting, I got an F in gym class, I got an F in spelling, and on top of all Fs on my report card, I got perfect attendance. So who does that? I got perfect attendance and all Fs at the same time. So I remember when they gave me my report card, they gave me my report card and my certificate for perfect attendance, and I remember being on the school bus, headed home, trying to strategize to which one I was gonna get my mom first. So yeah, I've done that. Nobody else in the history of education in the world has done that. But yeah, man, they, they got about 10 of us from the school, and they put us on a school bus, and they sent us down to the jail, uh, Department of Corrections right there in Dayton, Ohio. And um, it was about 10, 12 of us. And the first thing I remember is like, on the bus, it was kind of a joke. When we get out the bus and we walk into the building, it's kind of a joke. And then when you get in the jail and you start hearing doors and shit opening and closing and they start searching you, that's when they got real, right? And it's just like TV, man. It's like you go in there and the sergeants is yelling at you and all this shit. And they put us in this room and they I noticed they took all the adults and they put them in another room. So we could see them. They was in another room with this big, thick-ass window. We could see them, but we couldn't talk to them. They was way over to the left somewhere. And they took all the students and they put us in a room. It was like a it was like a day room almost. So we're sitting in here and um, kind of hang, just kind of hanging out, just kind of waiting to get shit started. And then all of a sudden, the inmates came out. And um, dude, it was crazy. It was black inmates, white inmates, skinny ones. One dude had big ass muscles. One dude was gay, but he had big ass muscles. He was scary any goddamn way. But um, they all take turns. Like just screaming at us and god damn it you wait till you get here and blah 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 and the one thing that i remember the most is i figure if i just sit there be quiet don't say shit it should be over with pretty soon right so i'm sitting there and on my left 
is my friend Javar, right? So I'm sitting next to Javar, and I remember we're sitting there, and this is before the inmates came in. Javar uh, throws his feet up on the table. Throws his feet up on the table. He's just kind of sitting there. I'm like, Javar, what the fuck you doing, man? Take your feet down. Man, fuck this shit. I ain't worried about this shit. Javar really didn't care. He was like, you know, he was beyond it. So when the inmates came out, like three of them just made a beeline straight to Javar, who was sitting right next to me. All three of these dudes come over. He's like, uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get your goddamn feet off my goddamn furniture. So Javar, instead of just taking his feet down, he said, hey, man, who you talking to? Don't yell at me. My mama don't even yell at me. And the inmate was like, do I look like your motherfucking mama? And then all three of them just start just screaming on him and pointing at him. I'm in the chair trying to scooch my shit to the right just a little bit because I don't want to get no residual ass whoopings based off of what Javar did. But um, I went to the Scare Straight program. It was just like it was on TV. We got yelled at. They made us take our shoes off. They made us take our belt off. But it was at that point that I knew that jail was not for me. So uh, for those who have never been to the Scare Straight program, kudos. Keep doing what you're doing so you ain't never got to go. And for those who are in jail right now, goddammit, maybe you should have went to the Scare Straight program. You wouldn't be there right now. But anyway, thank you for listening to my story. I'm happy I went and helped me turn my life around and get back on the right path because um, I wasn't going to make it. Oh, and something else happened to me. This is an, this is something else happened to me. Um, in AIT, when you go to the Army, you go to basic training, and then you go to advanced individual training. They call it AIT. And this is where you learn whatever your specific job is, right? So something happened to me. This is another reason why I'm never going to jail. Um, so in basic... All you do is you know, a lot of physical, you know, a lot of physical fitness and labor and running and shooting. But when you get to AIT, it's more of a classroom environment. But the drill sergeants all look the same either way. So we're in class, and I remember we were breaking for lunch or something. Everybody gets up, they roll out, they line up outside. And I was the last one out of the classroom for some reason. And I had this drill sergeant. This fucker was like 6'3", big giant dude, big giant black dude. And I remember he says, Reed, come here. I was like, yes, drill sergeant. So I run over to him. He takes his hand and he puts it on my face. And he leans my face to the left. And then he leans my face back to the right. I'm thinking he's trying to see if I shaved or not. Because in the military, you got to shave every morning for the most part. I'm thinking he's looking at my face to see if I shave. He says, Reed, yes, drill sergeant? Uh... Don't ever go to jail. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, don't ever go to jail. Now, get in line. I didn't know what that meant for about 10 years. But that's another reason your boy, me, Cedric, I ain't going to jail. That shit is not for me. So anyway, thank you for listening to my podcast. I appreciate y'all for listening. And please make a donation to the Buy Cedric and Mercedes Benz Fund. We got to get this cracking. I got a lot of comments, but no donations. So we got to donate. To the Buy Cedric a Mercedes Benz Fund. Donate. Go in your pockets. It's for a good cause. All right. God bless. Good night. Adios. Peace.